This is not the way professionals do it. Don't take this seriously. <laughs> What's up, my people? I hope you're all safe and well out there. Fingers crossed it's not long before there's a sense of normality back across the world. So we keep the faith. Today's guest is a young man who currently has the world at his feet. He's one of the most exciting players in the championship and a huge prospect for English football. And I was lucky enough to see the talent up close when we played together. Ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy my conversation with the man teammates used to call Snake Hips. This is QPR's Ebere Eze. Okay. Oh my God, the very. <laughs> hey, how are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm excited to speak to you. It's been way too long, my friend. Way it's too long. It's been too long. Yeah, too, too long. Yeah. How you how are you keeping anyway? Good, man. Everyone's well. The family are healthy, so can't complain. Man, what about you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Family's here. We're enjoying the sunshine, so can't really complain too yeah, much. Yeah, I know. Living out there is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it can be. It can, it can be. We're not we're not uh, trapped anyway. Like you, kind of look like you are at the moment, but yeah, yeah it is what it is, huh? Eh? So, so I want to start by saying thanks for coming on, and I'm going to be asking you some real serious, real, real serious questions. Like Mozo would ask you real whoa, serious whoa. questions. Yeah? Whoa, 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 what's going on? Really serious questions. I'm going to live stream this. I'm going to leak it. I'm going to do everything, yeah, <laughs> to get you into as much trouble as possible. You good with that? I know that's your aim, isn't it? No, 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 not at all, not at all. I'm always here to protect you. But I just, I want people to know more about you and what makes you who you are and, you know, what makes you yeah. you are on the field as well. So can we begin? Yeah, yeah, let's go. So firstly, I imagine, at the, you're 21 now, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so that's like an old man now because you've been playing three, four years. I'm a, a grown-up now. Yeah, but you must be you must be crushed that the season's kind of stopped for now because this is your best year to date, isn't it? 100%. So, um, it's, it's a hard one, it's a hard one because obviously the way we started the season as well like, and the way I've been playing, I've sort of fired myself and I'm becoming a lot more comfortable and grown a lot, I say, this season. So for it to stop like this, honestly, it's not it's not the best at all. And so, how many games? You played thirty seven games. Yeah, thirty seven. You've, you've played every game. Everyone. No, you're lying. <laughs> you. Think about this for when you were. You. <laughs> when you were about no. every game, bro. Every single game, and you've got. Yeah, it's mad. You've got eight assists, yeah. Yeah, eight assists. Twelve goals. Correct. Wow. You. This is you. <laughs> it's a new man. Nah, I'm not having this. Something something's wrong. Something's wrong. Because I don't remember the, I don't remember this player. I don't remember this player. What's You're mad. What 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 do you reckon the big difference has been this year? Um I would say more just my belief in myself and the I haven't put any pressure on myself this year. Why? I literally just said... So, comparing myself to last season where I was like, obviously just got number 10, I was like, I, cool, I need to be doing something. Mm-hmm. So, I was thinking, I was like, I need to be doing something. I need to be... So, I was putting pressure on myself every week and like, it wasn't bringing any any fruits. So, this season, I was just like, you know what, let me just be free, enjoy myself because that's when... You play your best football when you're free mm-hmm. and carefree, actually. Mm. It's weird how people get like hung up on numbers because when you're running around, it's not like you even see it. Like you're just you're just a person on the field playing a game. 
I never understood exactly. that. Never understood exactly. that. Like, it, it's it's weird. It's weird. Don't get me wrong. It's symbolic. But then also, if it was if it was that big a deal, you'd expect every 10 in every team around the world to be scoring 15 goals and having 10 assists every season. But that's clearly not exactly. the case. Not at all. And, and <laughs> also, all. even just before your time, maybe, William Gallas used to wear the 10 for Arsenal, didn't he? Did you know, I saw a picture that the other day, I was crying. Yeah, so if he's wearing a 10, listen, just understand there's no pressure on you whatsoever. It's just, <laughs> it's just a number. It's for literally real, just a real. number. So can I talk for about real. your, um, now that we've mentioned this year, because obviously you're a hot property now, I want to talk about the lead up to this point. So which academy did you start at? Um, I started at Arsenal. Did you? You're one of them. One of them, man. Mm, okay. <laughs> Started from I was there from eight to thirteen, and then what happened at thirteen? Thirteen got released. Why? To... Why? 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 We don't just skim ah, over things here. It's why? A tight one. It's a tight one. Why? Um, I was young in it, so I didn't really understand it too much then. But mm. it was it was clear that it was like I f- it was my work rate, and mm-hmm. didn't really wasn't really as confident as I am now. Okay. So the the freedom that I was playing with then was nowhere near comparable to what I am with now. And, like, you can see that I wasn't really... It's it's hard to explain because there's a lot of good players in the team and a lot of boys that, that shone. Yeah. And I was one of them, so it was easy easy to release me. Yeah. Do you understand? So got released in, in that aspect. We've then gone to Fulham from 13 to 16. Okay. Um, released there Why? because of work rate. Work rate again. <laughs> work rate is a, it's a, it's a common theme as you go through <laughs> the years. <laughs> common theme. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious me. Yeah, okay. Work rate, um, that obviously you had a tough manager there so he was on this work rate thing and if you're not running you're not playing and I was like on the bench for the 16s like not coming on and stuff like that like it was first in football I was just thinking this is mad so got left there gone, I got released in the middle so like this was Christmas times mm-hmm. and I've then gone to Reading okay Reading they're liking me they're like yeah we'll sign you to the end of the season and then we'll decide on your scholar um, end up getting released from there at the end of the season Work great again. Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. (laughs) Hang on one second. I didn't expect you to tell me the same story over and over and over. Like when does when does this penny drop? It's sad, man. When does it drop? When when did the penny drop? What's going on? The penny actually drops. Mm. It has to be QPR. Yeah, it dropped when my first season at QPR. And what? What? Why? Why did it drop then? I think because, again, with age, you start to like see stuff in a different light that you wouldn't have seen like a couple of years ago. So at Reading, I was just like, I know I'm good at football. Like, what are you man talking about? Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking of that since from early. Mm-hmm. So it was only at, um, at QPR that I started to see first team footballers and really understand like, if even, no matter how good you are, you, you have to do some sort of running you have to work hard for the team and that's the mindset that you have to have mm-hmm. and obviously you know Hawley and Imps they they put the mindset in me that you've got everything you need with the football you just need to prove to them just if you can show half 
of what some of the players are doing off the ball. Yeah. You put yourself in a good position. Yeah. So that's sort of where I started to think, yeah, cool, let me actually work on this and actually consciously make the effort mm-hmm. to get high numbers. So you so yeah, it's almost like so it's almost like you had to well, not that you had to, but it's strange that you only that only dawned on you after your fourth or fifth club in the space of what is five years. Honestly, you know, honestly, because for you, from stuff that I've seen and stuff that I've heard, talent was never an issue. But if people keep mm. trying to give you a message, why would you fight it so much? Like, why why were you bitter about that? Um, it wasn't really. That's a good question to be fair. Oh, I thank think you, man. Thank you. Just... thank you. Thank you. Man. I've been working on those. <laughs> I, know, I mean, you know what you did. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. I've done this once or twice. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think it's more just. It's me not understanding exactly what it means to, to like, work hard. So I'm obviously not thinking and like saying like I want to be lazy. I want to just get the ball and play football. No, mm-hmm. I still, of course, had the idea of I am working hard. Like I'm, I am doing what I can. But it's not until you look at so you sit back and you watch yourself play and you see where you could have ran. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really doing that until maybe Mill. Mm-hmm. It's just a scholar time. So that's why I started to understand it a bit more. But properly, when I deeped it, was at QPR where I sit down and I'm sitting with the manager and he's telling me, look, you could have run here. You could have done this. Okay, now you make the conscious effort just to make this run three, four times a half. Mm-hmm. And that's where my numbers started to pick up. And you can see it wasn't just running when I had the ball or when I want to receive the ball. It was more movement for other people and yeah. pressing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Who was the manager? Um, was it Ian Holloway? It was was Ian Holloway. No, um, it was Jimmy Floyd at the time, yeah. (laughs) Listen, if you think you're going to play in a team (laughs) and not run with Jimmy, you've lost the plot, my friend. Exactly. He's a hard man. You can see he's probably not run like when he was a player, but he understands the importance of it. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, 100%. I miss that guy. What What, were you guys doing in training? What was that? What's that? How much you did? I'm sure you were doing oh, 8K. Tuesdays, Tuesdays. Wow, <laughs> those were some Imagine. tough days. Some real tough days. In training, you know. Yeah, but then also it might have been too much, but you instilled the mentality, and that was the mentality which you wanted to try and yeah, have exactly. everyone in the team have. And when you, you do have, yeah, and when you have that sort of that common goal or that common sort of thought process, then ultimately you do tend to play better, don't you? Exactly, it's true. So. That's true. So you're at QPR, and then did you make your debut before you went on loan, or did you go on loan first? I made my debut first. Do you remember the in game? The FA Cup. Yep, FA Cup. It was against Blackburn. Yep. And I lasted 18 minutes, and then got I don't know what that injury was. I think it was like a calf strain. Oh uh, like yeah, 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 yeah. And we lost as well that day. Dropped. We lost that day. It <laughs> was because of you. Indeed. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Isn't it? it literally was because you, yeah, we, I think we lost 2-1. It's just... 2-1. Um, mm, yeah. Honestly, that's one of the saddest days for me, honestly. Really? Why? Serious, because I was thinking, at that time especially, I was like, I want to do anything just to get on this pitch. Yeah. I need to do something. And my opportunities come, I'm thinking to myself, okay, cool, this is how it starts. I've made my debut, I play well, play in the league, and from there just kicks on, but, after that injury, I was like, I've missed my opportunity. I didn't play the rest of that season. Really? Uh, I remember it. I didn't play the rest of the season. Yeah. 
head okay. was flying going to summer. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> did you uh, did you go on loan after that or was that the next year? Um, yeah, I went on loan straight after that. I went to... Wickham, wasn't it? Wickham, mm-hmm. yeah. Done pre-season with QPR and I went to Wickham like last few days of the window. Enjoyed my time there. That was good. Yeah, what was, what was so good about it? What, what do you think it... How did it benefit you <clears> being there? Um, I would say having a manager that at the time, obviously I hadn't played any professional football at the time, mm-hmm. but he saw my style of play and the way I played in training and he allowed me to just do what I wanted in games. As, <laughs> Sorry, what? Of course. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> do, do what you wanted, no, huh? No, serious. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is exactly, this is like, he would literally say to me, he would go through my clips and be like, look, I can't tell you what to do here or there or there or whatever, but one thing you must do, again, the work rate thing. And because I'd, by that time, I sort of made a conscious effort to be on the move and pressing when I should be pressing and he could see the difference. And he even, I say he even, he even brought a, he improved me in that aspect as well. Mm-hmm. So he, he gave me the mindset of being free. He started off 100%. And you know, 100%. this this person you call he, how about those people that don't know who you're talking about? Do you want to name names Mr. or are you just going to keep Mr. secrets? Mr. So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Mr. Gareth, Gareth Azer. <laughs> Gareth Azer, man. Yeah. At the time, uh, he was, he's honestly... Uh, if it wasn't for him at that time, I don't think I would have had the opportunity to to perform on a stage where people can see, and that essentially is what brought QPR in and around and making them want to bring me back yeah. during January. Yeah, listen on this on this show, we like to promote good people. Yeah, so if you well, if someone, course, if someone has a name, make sure you say it. Okay, <laughs> go get his name up. Say yeah, hundred percent. Because I've got a few. I've got a few. I'm going to talk about in a second. So okay. from when you first came to, first went to QPR, as opposed to where it's at now, what type of differences would you say there are? Because even from me, I remember when you first came in, I think that was around yeah. the time when the club was sort of changing direction in terms of its focus on younger players being in and around the first team and playing games. Because to a certain extent before that, some did exist. But it seemed yeah. like that was going to be the big thing. Because I remember clearly like um, when I left, there was a crop of exciting youngsters or people like yourself there was Bright, Ilias, there was Mide, yeah, to name yeah. but a few. There was Nico as well, Aussie, you know, can't score a goal to save his life, Aussie, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then he had the slightly older ones who were still young at the time, like Hawley, Massimo, just to name but a few. But like, as I yeah. say, what's the, what would you say the differences are now compared to when you first came in? Um, I would say when I first came in, it was like, if it almost felt like there was a quite a big gap between 23s and 13s. Yeah. You felt being in 23s, you had to... You, I would say you would have to do a lot more just to get a training session or to mm-hmm. be on the same pitch with the first team, whereas now quite a few of the youngsters get an opportunity just to train, even if it's just to train and show themselves and and have that opportunity because all it takes is one training session. Were you there with Josh Bowler? Yeah, I was there with Josh Bowler. Oh, he was there. The legend oh that is Josh Bowler. Yeah. <laughs> the legend that is he. Yeah, literally. Yes. Go on, you tell you tell the same? story. You tell the story, Josh. You tell it so people can listen to you. So what what were we doing? We we had a training session. Yeah. And I think we split into two groups. Yeah. And 
they brought some of the youngsters over, the 23s, over to training the first team in like a small side of the games, was it? Uh, yeah, but I think we played a full 11 as well. I think full it, 11? Yeah. Jack Robinson? Yeah, it was Jack, yeah. Like, that was... So Jack's a good player, but that day, that was a tough day for him against this kid who nobody Jack knew about. Jack is very, very good. Yes. That was, very good. Yeah. But what Josh done to him that day... Yeah. For him to do that, well, this one of his first sessions as well. It's not even like he's. I didn't know who he was. Did not know who he was. <laughs> didn't have a clue. Did not have a clue. He came in and I was doing the Iron Robin situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> off the right. Yeah, I was thinking, oh my goodness gracious me! I could, you know, what? I could argue that's one of the best eleven aside training games from a person I think I've ever seen. It was outrageous. He was outrageous because that was a, it was like a talking point after the training session. Like, what's just happened there? <laughs> Because I can say we all Jack is a really good player, but on this day, like this kid who I knew nothing about, it's just yeah, no one knew him. No one knew him. Did not have a clue who the fella was. Did not have a clue. And he came and did that. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Still, yeah, unbelievable. But that's what I'm saying. All it took, all it takes actually is just a session, two sessions for you to show yourself, and you could get your opportunity in a game, in a league game, cup game, wherever it is. Mm-hmm. So I think just the the. The bridge seems a lot, a lot shorter yeah. now than. Yeah, that's for sure. I think that's definitely a good thing, especially given how the club has changed over the years. You can't, yeah, you can't. I wouldn't say necessarily better or worse or whatever, but it's different now. The identity is different, yeah, 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 and they've got a different definitely. focus. And I think with the talent that is coming through that academy, I think it's good that they get the opportunity because ultimately you'll never know if someone's going to be good enough until you put them in that situation. But that situation exactly. is is a lot closer now. So, Definitely. for even though you're 21, you've got I think it's 125 games. I think you said you've played or something like that. Yeah, is it? I yeah. didn't even know that. What would you say? In yeah, I do my research. But what would you say um, <laughs> in that time? Your favorite either game or memory has been so far. Favorite memory. You should, it shouldn't in, be that hard. It's of... been like three, four years, so it shouldn't be that tricky. <laughs> no way. Are you talking about in terms of a match itself? It could be It could be a game, it could be a training session, could be a gym session with Dan Bernardin. It could be whatever you want. You just, you decide. <laughs> um, if I'm honest, the best, the best thing that's happened during, for me personally is getting it on the tension. Really? Okay. That's that's good. Because because it was it's such for me anyways, I think of it of look how far I've come from where I was five years ago, however many years ago, come and compare it to now. Like it is something that I'm proud of myself and I look at obviously other people look at it as well and see it as oh yeah, he's number ten or whatever, but me inside it's like to know that I was at Millwall and really, really wasn't happy and wasn't enjoying myself, wasn't enjoying my football to now where I'm actually enjoying football. I like coming in every day and it's a complete different mindset that I have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was saying just getting another 10 shirt as a testament to to what I've been through and what I've, what I've had to endure, I think. Yeah. You know, to go to the stuff which you were saying about uh, work rate and all that, it's just so yeah. it's so interesting because you're you're like really fit and you can run. So why do you not run? <laughs> no, 
No, no, let's not say why do you not? Because now I run. I run a lot now. Okay, sorry, yeah, my bad. I don't, no, let me take that back. Let me rewind that, everyone. Ebere likes to run. He's all about running now. He ignore everything I said before. But you know, no, I'm, no. I'm I'm just glad the penny I'm glad the penny dropped because ultimately, like all yeah. the talent in the world is never gonna be enough because you look at the people who are real icons within this exactly. sport. And except for Messi, I think everybody else is running. But Messi's not really Honestly. from this earth, so you know, we can't really compare exactly. anyone like, to that's, him. That's a different ball game. Yeah. Different ball game. But so, I see I see it as like it's just it's it was just understanding. That's what it was for me. Yeah. It was just understanding. Yeah. yeah. Knowing the way it was. Yeah. All right. So within those three, four years again now, what would you say your toughest spell was or your toughest moment? Toughest spell was um, the end of the season where I made my debut. Yeah. All the way up until um, I went on loan. To Wickham. Yeah, to Wickham. That's, that's the hardest post, the hardest situation because of just the things that are going through your head at the time. You're, you're you're not only battling the manager and his thoughts and his opinion on you, but you're battling yourself. You're there, ask yourself questions, doubting yourself, and yeah, that was a tough one. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Right, let's. Uh, I'm going to talk about the current you, but I'm going to talk about it through sharing a story. And this okay. story for the listeners is. It's kind of why a few of us who played with you aren't surprised that you've had this standout season and that, you know, there's a lot of talk about you at the moment. So, Ever, at any point here, you can stop me if I am wrong. But just okay. know, if you stop me and you're wrong about something you say that I'm wrong about, I will criticise you heavily, OK? <laughs> no problem. So I, think the, so I think the manager was Ian Holloway. And every week yep. we used to do Young v Old. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. So me... For me, obviously, I was in the old team because I've basically been over for the last 15 years. And I think the team was like me, James Perch. We had Hawley every so often. We had uh, Joel oh, Lynch, wow. Alex Smithies, Matt Smith. Sometimes Matt Smo, he was like flip-flopping around teams. But yeah, mm-hmm. that was like, that was the gist of it. But one thing that I always knew was like the old team would always win or we'd win 70 to 80% of the time. Yeah, <laughs> 70 to 80% of the time. Okay. I'm not gonna stay say quiet. Seventy to eighty percent of the time. <laughs> but one thing that came from it though was that we never really deserved it, and that was because you and your boys, though some of the ones who are named earlier, plus a few extras, they always used to give us like used to give us endless headache because you'd be oh the oh, football's so nice oh like the, when we'd win, we'd be like Atletico Madrid beating Barcelona. We've had none of the ball, but we've won the game. That's basically who we were. <laughs> And you guys, you snake as well, one, twos, oh, Yoga Bonita, all this stuff, Tiki Taka, Tiki Taka, you know, all that stuff was going on. And I, I'm like, I used oh to, my gosh. I was, you you know me. So even if I'm angry, I'll still give you a compliment if you've done something well. I know quite this a few times where you guys made me angry, but I'd always give you a compliment. And that was because that you, you'd always deserve it. But around those times from watching you on a week to week basis, People like Perchy, I remember Perchy said, you used to say this to Robbo, he said you were the best talent he'd ever played with. And I think you were 18 at the time. So we disregard mm. um, Ben, Arthur and people like that. He said, nah, this is about him. And for me, I never said too much because I wanted you to stay humble. But I was yeah. thinking this kid's got something special. 
but your record this season, you know, doesn't surprise any of us. So I want to st- make sure everybody that's listening knows that, like, this isn't a surprise. Mm. You've always had surprise. something, but now you're gaining um, an understanding of the game. And lo and behold, with your talent and your understanding, mm. you know, all of a sudden there's more attention, which is what I want to talk about now. So with okay. that attention, listen, I'm a, Q- I'm a QPR guy, you're a QPR guy, so I'm not trying to see you leave QPR, but how are you coping with the attention from elsewhere? Because I know you love the game more than anything of itself, course. but when you're actually seeing your name linked with other clubs, even if it's false or whatever, like what is that like? How are you coping with that? Um, I think it's more, I, I compare all of this to last season. So I know last season it started off well, and this is, that was my first full season actually playing and everything. So, I was seeing attention and my mind would dwell on things a lot more than they should have. Mm-hmm. So I'll be thinking, again, putting pressure on myself. I need to do this, otherwise these guys won't be interested or no one will be, or I need to keep this buzz around my name instead of just continuing to do what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So comparing that to now and how I'm dealing with it now, I've sort of, force myself into mindset of don't even look at any of that don't even try your best not even to think about any of it because as long as you do what you're doing on the pitch and you continue that all that stuff will follow it will all come Mm -hmm. it will all come you don't need to no matter whether I look at it or whether I see it or whether I talk about it or whatever the 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 factor is and the main the most important thing is what I'm doing on the pitch and as long as I continue that and don't allow anything to distract me from that, it will it will always be there. Yeah. Do you understand? So I've sort of just sort of just try to black not blank it out, but just try to focus solely on on football because I know what it's like when you can focus on the wrong things and it all goes it all goes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think I think for you, as I say, I've seen your talent and I like the fact that your work rate has changed and your understanding of the game has improved. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why yourself and other young players who I really enjoyed playing against them from a few years ago. That's why I check for you. And, you know, ultimately, I think what it boils down to is obviously you want to you want to be stable and have a comfortable situation in whichever club that you're at. But yeah. you always need to make sure you add value. Never take anything 100%. away from your teammates. You're there playing for QPR. So continue to play well for QPR. Continue to play well for the people who play alongside you. Because the moment you let them down, all your opportunities will go out the window. So exactly you have, to, that. So you have to be you have to be that guy. And I believe you're gonna do it. I fully believe it because Thanks, man. I appreciate you, that. yourself and the other guys, you know, like Ilyas's and all those guys, the people you used to try mm-hmm. and try oh sorry, um uh Rem as well. Forget about him. <laughs> All these guys yeah. who are like still a bit slower than me, if you remember ever trying to race me when I was like 30 years <laughs> old. Yeah, but you know. For <laughs> <laughs> all you guys, what, what I liked about you the most was the fact that you all loved the game and you all, you all had this energy, like you all wanted to get better. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The seeing the stuff you were doing after training, I couldn't do that because my back had just cave in. But I understood <laughs> why you were doing it. And, you know, credit to you. Yeah. Also, I meant to say this. When, um, when I was asking you about coping with the attention and this, that, and the other. It took me back to when I was younger and it was the very first time that I appeared on the game, which was called Championship Manager at the time. I think it's Football Manager now, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seeing my name pop up in headlines there is kind of how it felt when I was playing in my actual career and seeing stuff going on. It just feels surreal. No way. Like, it's not... Like football manager, it's a simulation. But then you look in a newspaper and you link with this again. It's like you know, you don't know what it's like to like leave for money to go somewhere else. Like it's just, <laughs> exactly. it's crazy, and it's just, yeah. It's I suppose it's part of it can be part of people's careers to have that moment. But then also it's like when I used to play FIFA and put myself in every every top position and try and score as many goals as possible. You know? Can I can I ask you a question here? Yeah, of course you can. Go. On. How did you, how did you deal with that? So when you when you were younger and you're obviously you you know what you were doing at the yeah. time. How did you deal with I don't know I don't know if you can if if pressure's the right word, because it shouldn't be pressure, but sometimes that's what it is. Yeah. So for for me, um <laughs> I've got a funny story behind it. So wherever yeah. I was, I never really thought about leaving. Because ultimately, no, because I, I always had years on my contract and I was playing. And up until the last few years of my career, I hadn't played for that many teams. So I came through at City from 10 and I left at 25. You know, so I was, yeah, that was, yeah. that was my thing. So I never thought about leaving and I knew nothing about leaving other clubs, club. nothing at all. Um, yes, you ever think of it. Yeah, not even mad. like, it's like, oh, I've been linked there. And then this is the interesting bit though. There was one manager. In fact, there were two managers who were linked with me three or four times in my career. And they were the only guys who made me think that maybe I'll be going somewhere. So my mind started to wander. But those managers never signed me for their teams. So they just strung me along for the whole time across a whole career. So from that point, listen, I was, there was one point I was adamant, like this guy's going to put a bid in and it's going to happen. And then I was like, oh, so it didn't happen. And this, because you realize, that some coaches and stuff, they say that you're a target, but they've got like five other targets at the same time. But yeah. And that's when true. that's when I was like, ah, right, it's that. Because I wasn't I wasn't keen to leave or anything like that because I was very settled. But yeah, when someone but you, says that you're interested that they're interested, you start to think. You start to think of it. Yeah. yeah you can't I don't think you can escape that. But then ultimately like I love play I love playing where I was playing. I love my teammates and I loved everything else. I think if I was unhappy, then I'd seek and a move is different. But it's being yeah. happy if you're happy, ultimately, the decision about whether you stay or you go will come down to the club that you're at themselves. You know exactly, what I mean? that's that. Yeah. Did you did you ever did you did it ever affect the way you played, or did you ever think it affected the way you played? You know, in in some ways, for me, it probably affected me in a positive manner because the more attention yeah. you have, it means the better that you're playing. So there's more confidence that's out there. I think the trouble mm. you need to look at is if you're not playing and there's no attention whatsoever and no one's interested. Because then you might have a, you might you might have a quiet few months, but if every team in the in the uh, in in the league is saying that they're interested in you, clearly you must be doing something right. So you should probably carry on and just enjoy that. And ultimately, whatever happens, happens. And don't be, in my opinion, this could be wrong. You'll get in the end. You'll you could probably get what you deserve if you'd go about things the right way. So just always yeah, try yeah, and do that. Not, yeah. yeah. So this attention, yeah, obviously I think it's deserved because I think you're having a standout <coughs> season. But it's led to something which I think is very interesting because the last time I saw you, you were doing a training camp with Nigeria. And oh, then yeah. I left and you're <laughs> playing for England under 21s. So clearly something's changed. Um, hmm. I would say, hmm. I would say... Hmm. <laughs> I'm curious because are you a different person yeah. or is this the same person? Um, I, honestly, I would think because at the time 
I didn't have both on the table. I only had one. Uh-huh. So I was just going to whoever was... Um, interested. And we're saying interested. There was even, at the time, amazingly interested in me at the time anyway. So it was like, just my agency has spoke to them and they're like, oh yeah, coming on for a transition or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I had trained with them, seen all the players and said to myself, like, this is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. But that's without having any sort of attention from England and them not talking to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. So after going to England camps and getting a call up for the Tony Wines and stuff like that, that was, it sort of made me realise you could make it, you could have made it as seriously in, informed decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it could have been wrong. Mm-hmm. And it could, so you're better off relaxing, not even putting too much pressure on it. When it's important and when there's a decision that has to be made, make it then. Yeah. Don't force yourself into making any type of decision that you could regret yeah. later on. Well, I think um, just to try and bail you out here, I don't think regret's the right word because you do have Nigerian heritage, but you do have English blood. So let's not say regret. I, I'm, no, I'm saying I'm saying either I'm saying either way as well. Yeah. So yeah. Not even just. Yeah. Not even just going. I'm just what I'm trying yeah, to do yeah, here. Right, right, what I'm trying right, to do yeah, here right, as right. as an older player. <laughs> is try and save you from the clickbait title and the headline that will get you in trouble. If you play for one of these full national teams, you don't. It's not regret about the other side, okay? It's not regret because you're lucky enough to be able to represent two great nations. See? You see what I'm doing here? That is fact. So please watch your mouth, okay? Please watch your mouth and be very, very careful with how you describe... You've Thank just you, for that. you just Thank said you trained for Nigeria and then you went to the twenty ones and you said, Oh, this could have I could have regretted that. Whoa, <laughs> pull up. Whoa. Calm oh, down. No, no, no. Calm That's down. Yeah, it's true, it's true. That could have been nuts. Yeah. But to be honest, I think you were I hope your career will be better than mine. And I hope you get to the position which I was hoping to to be at one day where the full national team for Nigeria and the full national team for England would have called. And then I would have had to mm. make a proper decision. You know, that's what, what I always hope for. What decision you I think, for me, I don't think it's, it's not really going to be a tough one just because if everything was stable in terms of my club career and all that stuff, like my, my mum was Nigerian, my dad's Nigerian, my family's Nigerian. I was born in Nigeria. I have Nigerian blood. Yeah. And I, I'm lucky to have been born in Nigeria and have that heritage but I was also raised in England so I appreciate that side yeah. as well but there's just something for me there's just something a little bit extra and it didn't work out for me for many reasons some like completely political which I disagree with and some people criticize mm. me to this day saying I was begging to play for England when I've not begged for anything in my life but yeah. you know is that is what it is but it would have been that's one thing when I, I think I eventually retired which I would have missed I would have loved to have had that feeling of maybe yeah. playing for Nigeria at a good point in my career. But it, it is what it is. But as I say, the good thing for you is that that decision may come and it may come because that moment may come and it's a big decision, but it's a good decision to have because to have two significant nations like that be interested in you playing for them, yeah. what a great moment in your career that is. And that there is no, big, yeah. and there is no, there's no wrong decision. There's just a Realistic, decision. Realistically, yeah, there's, there's honestly not as though. No, not at all. And don't get me wrong. I'd I'd love to see you in the green and white. But if you're gonna if you're gonna play for England, if they do select you at some point in the future, you know, I'll wear your shirt either way. I'm I'm happy with that. I'm more than happy. Yeah, with that. no, that's all right. Yeah. 
Right, so let's uh, let's have some fun to close. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you a few questions. Cool. Yeah, you can you can certain ones I'll ask you for like in-depth answers to. Some I might not. Okay. Okay. Cool. So one thing I've discovered from listening to you today is the fact that um, within your bones and in your blood and your body, you're actually incredibly lazy. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> don't do <dude>, what? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> what? No, sorry, sorry, that was, an, that was an error. Sorry, my bad. Sorry, I, I thought I was being somebody else. So, with your game now, would you like to add more speed or would you like to add more? I'll just say endurance. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one because. Mm-hmm. You got more speed now. You're mm. like Brett, say Samuel. Oh, he's got speed. He's, and he's that's the speed. issue. Yeah, he's got speed. If I'm honest, I would say speed because my endurance is good. I can, I can, I can run for. You can, can but you just choose not to every so often. No, no, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. This is not what this is about. This is not. <laughs> that is not. That especially that is not what this is about. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know that's not the case anymore. I know that's not the that's case speed, anymore. Speed, speed, okay. speed. So now then, to get more personal, would you rather add more skill or more understanding? Mm-hmm. Wow, is mm. this what you're doing on this wall? Mm-hmm. 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 Ah. See, this is what I like. Because you say understanding, nah, man. Mm. Mm. Come on. You got an understanding, understanding, yeah? Yeah, okay. Understanding, cool. understanding. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that was, that was me testing you out, seeing if you if you've actually like grown up, <laughs> and you have grown up. No, no, but but you say that you say that though. But there's a certain. I believe my my level of understanding is of a decent level. Mm-hmm. There's a certain level of skill you can get to where it's serious trouble now. Well, you say that. You say that. But some of the best skills and freestyle videos I've seen on the internet aren't from people who have an impact on a football field. That's what I'm going to say. What's, what skills are you talking about, though? I'm, I'm talking... I'm talking about freestyle skills. I'm, no, no, no. Because the, you could relate a freestyle skill to just general football skilling. You know what I mean? Like, if someone can play mm-hmm. your 60-yard ball and you can, like, control it with your back of your neck or something like that. Like, that's skill. Okay. But understanding okay. is someone like, say, for example, Frank Lampard, who you wouldn't necessarily call to be an overly skillful player, even though he's an exceptional player. But he's finished yeah. his career of 170 Premier League goals from midfield. Yes. Yeah. Understanding, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're you know, right. You're understanding right. has more impact. Skill has more of a highlight reel on social media. Let's just say it's very true. Um, right, so you're a big music guy, yeah. You're a part Correct. of the London music scene. You into all that Afro pop, all that nonsense, yeah. <laughs> so you're, um, as I say, so you were big into it back then. I know you're probably in control of the music now at QPR and all this stuff, but you also love You'd the be game. Surprised. Oh, who's Correct. in charge? So I realistically, I know I should be on it and I don't know why I'm even allowing people to do what they want, but um, Jordan, Jordan Hugo controls the music. Does he? Oh, I'm yeah. surprised. I wouldn't have he thought does. that. It's more, it's more for the crowd. I, I, I think I'm better just listening to my earphones just wherever I want to listen to. It's better that way. <laughs> okay. So anyway, <laughs> so you're now going to live in a world from today whereby you could never listen to music again. Or you can never watch nor play football again. What do you get rid of? You're saying I can never l- listen, listen to, to music. You can never listen to music again for the rest of your life. Never. Yeah. 
or you can never play football nor watch football again for the rest of your life. Never, no, never listen to music. That's that's simple. You get rid of music, yeah? I get rid of music. Are you Easy. sure? Okay, so, mm, do you know, that's an interesting take just because, say, when you finish training, what do you do in your car? Do you, like, listen to, like, audio clips of football games going on or do you listen to music? I could easily listen to a, one of your brilliant podcasts. Oh, that's what, that's the, get in. See that? Get in. See that? Get in. <laughs> there you go. That's the right answer. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> right then. So you've got nine more games left in your season, yeah? Hopefully they'll yeah. be played, yeah? So now Hopefully. to test out your ego, would you <laughs> rather score an own goal in all nine games and win every game or would you score nine goals in the remaining games but get no wins? Own, own goal and win every game you 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 would score an own goal this is you that was concerned about wearing the number 10 you're telling me now that you will happily Jeez. score a goal on goal Jeez, every game I'm telling you I'm telling you own goal oh my goodness every gracious game do you, know, do, you know, do you know how close I am to cutting this whole interview <laughs> when people come on here and lie they lie on my responsible platform chief chief come on you know me now right, you know me now alright text me text me a real answer in a bit yeah but just say this bit now <laughs> Okay, so oh, so Barry, you're a team man. player now, yeah? Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm an yeah. honest man. I've been that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good that you're a real honest guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So one thing we've not mentioned about your whole game so far is just anything from the defensive element. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, now you're the last man for QPR <laughs> in a game, and it just so happens that one of two people are coming at you. Yeah, you're the last man. Mm-hmm. And Last you need man. to stop them, otherwise they're probably going to go through and score. Who okay. would you least like to be dribbling at you? A prime Messi or a prime Ronaldo? That's prime Messi, so. Prime Messi, yeah? Prime Messi, All right. yeah. And why is that? I would say... I would say I'm decent at predicting someone and <laughs> you can't really predict Messi. Yeah, Ronaldo. You can see he's probably gonna go for pace. Okay, and it's a clamp, it's a clamping situation. But, <laughs> but Messi, <laughs> Messi won't allow you to lay the glove with him. So. <laughs> All right then. So now let me advance that to the to the next round. Yeah, this is this is the oh. big one. This is a big one. So now oh. you're in the same situation again, but the choices are a prime James Perch or a prime me running at you. <laughs> Who's the last person you want to be seeing there? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> the guy who I don't want to see running at me, and I would hate to see this guy run at me, is you. That's fact. Oh, why is that? I would, I would hate to see you run at me. Yeah, because why? I know, no matter whether I touch the ball or whatever I do, get flattened that's, that's that's not what especially me who's not playing centre back that's not what I want yeah, that's brilliant <laughs> that's last, you know, I'll, be, I'll be so excited if I saw you just trying to defend me one on one you know because I know I've got no trickery but there's just going to be an arm getting extended right into your soul that's exactly what I don't need and you know what at least Perch you will try and do a step over or something like that you know what I mean you'll do something wild Perch will try but isn't it yeah 100% 100% <laughs> you try give it something alright two more questions this one is, uh, is, is a bit bigger, but I need you to name me the best five-a-side team that you can pick from players who you've played with. 
that's one goalkeeper and you can go for one defender, three attackers or whatever, but the best five-a-side team that you've played with? Oh, mm-hmm. in goal? In goal? You keep saying it, but not saying anyone's name, so... <laughs> I need to think, man. In goal. In, in goal. goal, we have to go for Senny Dieng. Okay. Senny Dieng in goal. Mm-hmm. Centre-back. I know you're on the line. <laughs> no, I'm busy. I see you on the other side. I'm busy. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Try again. Chief, you go to centre back. You go to centre back, and now I've got. You can go for you can three. go for two midfielders and one attacker, or you can go for three attackers, whatever you want. Three attackers. We're going. Oh, mm. is it include myself? No, no, you're out. You're out. I'm out. Cherry, Jeff. Yeah. Hill. Yeah, and who else? It's making sense. Oh, oh! I said, I said, Ilias. Oh, you said Ilias, yeah. You gonna you happy with that? You've got time for change because you've you've ignored Bright, you've ignored me, Dave, just to name but a few. Nah, they they know I have to ignore them. They know. <laughs> <laughs> they know I have to ignore them. Nah, it has to be it has to be Jet. Cherry Ilias, 100%. Okay, cool. One thing I know is that I don't want to be in that team because there's too much defending. Like, we'll score a million goals, but not one of those people is getting back. Not one. You know, goals are flat. Not one. That is literally just attack v attack, nothing else. Correct. Outscore. <sighs> Deary me. Deary me. And now the final question. So this one's more for me as a promo for um, for you and just the league itself and so on. Okay, I need you to give me a reason or reasons why people over here in the US should watch you and QPR. Why should why should you be someone that people check for and why should QPR be everyone's second team? Um cool. Oh. I'm trying to sell myself here. Wow, yeah, this is it. This is the world we live in. I would say you should watch me because I guess I'm entertaining. <laughs> I guess I guess I guess I can I could I could put a smile on your face and your good old snake hips as Matt Smith would call you. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um and why should QPR be your second team? Because it's full of young aspiring gents and and a few men who are trying to lead the path. He will go to entertain you along the journey. Yes, that's yeah. good. Do you know what? Do you know, I regret asking you that question because that's one of the worst answers I've ever heard. <laughs> but it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. So thank you. And before I go, I want to let you know I didn't just like you because you had so much potential. But I think I liked you the most because you loved the game and had a real desire to find ways to improve. And I always find that refreshing. I hope that um, I hope that you and the young guys at QPR stay hungry, you know, and you keep developing because the future can be very, very bright. And I also want to give a big shout out to all those that I used to dominate once a week and the young v old. You know exactly who you are. Remember that. Remember that. So, guys, please stay (laughs) safe. And for those guys at QPR, remember those times. (laughs) Wow, I can't believe you've done that. Wow, it's just facts. So there we go. I can't believe them. So thank you very much for having me. No, it's a, it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. Take it easy, man. Appreciate Speak to you soon. That. Nice one, man. Yep. Wait. So there you have it. Another good player sharing their story. I imagine we'll be hearing a lot more about him in years to come. So make sure that you stay tuned. And now to give thanks. Firstly, most importantly, for me anyway, the main man, producer Ryan Hale. Thank you to Mountaineer Studios, Draper, Utah, 
and listeners you know i love you too make sure you uh like follow and all that other good stuff kickback underscore nadem on instagram and on twitter and finally this is a personal one for me a big hello to all those that work with at qpr hopefully i can come and say hi at some point in the future but for now take care until next time